to Big Bird T Shed. I'm your host, Bert Martinez. You know, um, lately I've been, you know, just chilling, working, you know, trying to get things done. And the other day I was, uh, I went to the store and there was this kid acting, acting out. And it's been more common lately. And what catches me off guard about the kids these days is that today they're the technology's good and we're more educated on how to treat children and we are more careful than back then. Um, people who are about my age or older understand where I'm coming from. Think about that. It's like back in the day when we were kids. If you were in your 30s, 20, like late 20s in your 30s and older, you never seen kids act like that. You'd be, you'd have the fear of God in you before you show up back to home. You pray to God that you don't even go home. But we, I don't know what it is about kids today and age and they're not terrible it's about the same like there's some bad kids you got a lot of good kids but I don't think there is a lot of them are as disciplined as we were because we had a fear like not a not a fear for your life but a respectful fear like respect your elders and you know, be kind and courteous to each other. We're, we were more careful how we talked. Because, you know, you might get your ass kicked by a bully or whoever you talked in front of their face. I came about the time where social media kind of started. And video games were around. We didn't have too much online play, but we played the hell out of video games because we had kids come over and we played a lot and we played outside a lot. Um, I don't know if kids do it today, but back then you played outside and you never went into the house or you don't go in and out and out. You drink water outside and everything till it was like time to go back home. And the, Kids don't understand, like, we played a lot of sports, tag, you name it. When I coached football, you had your athletic kids, and then you had some kids that never played outside. And it makes you wonder if there's too much online stuff. I know I'm sounding old school, but, you know, I'm on my phone all the time, I mean, a lot. I play a lot of video games, but when it was like time to work or to handle business, I don't even think about the video games or I just watch TV and relax and on my phone just to, you know, just for leisure. But some kids like live in the phone making, you know, TikTok videos and YouTube, which some of them are very, very successful. And it's crazy to think about that. 
that when I was a kid, I was told video games are going to get you nowhere. Well, the joke's on me. Now there's streams. Now there's TikTokers. Now there's people on YouTube. And it's, it's entertainment. Like, the umbrella got big. But that information is going to kids now. Now they have more of this hands-on seeing all this stuff. So it makes me wonder... With all this information, are we not ready to handle that? Or kids are influenced by their environment, so when they see the internet, that's become part of their environment. When I was growing up, it was like Chicago and being out in the city. You meet some, I met some unique people, some mean people. And yeah, it's just weird. Like kids... You know, they don't, I mean, there's respectful kids out there. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not trying to knock down this generation. But for kids being kind of fearless and and disrespectful, it's, they're also, some of them are kind of getting a little sensitive and weak-minded, which doesn't make sense to me. I mean, bullies, you take care of bullies. Like, I don't support bullying at all, but... When life is tough, back then we were accountable for it. I think accountability, we kind of went out the window. And it's kind of weird to think about that. Because when I was growing up, my mom held me accountable all the time. Whether I agree with the person or not, or the teacher, I had to learn how to get along and make it happen. Some people don't even think about that. Very grateful my parents come. I guess they kind of coached me, raised me, taught me some things like what to prepare for and be careful what you say. Kind of like be respectful. You don't see that anymore. It's kind of weird thinking about that. You know, me speaking about that kid who was acting a fool. You know, my best friend Jimmy. And I was working together and he was the cashier and I was his uh, box boy or bagger, however you want to say it. This kid was acting a fool. He said, if that were me, I'd be like, daddy, no, like he would have got his ass whooped right at the, you know, the store. Back in the day, it was common to see a kid get his ass kicked at the store. Some parents kept their cool and they had to wait till home. But some parents kind of overdid it. I'm not going to say they were all perfect. Some kids deserved it. Some kids never needed it. I've seen kids that didn't. Some of them ended up spoiled. Some of them didn't. Today's day and age, I see some kids that, you know, didn't ever needed it. I mean, I met really good kids, too. So I can't say across the board it's the same. But back then, we were more careful how we represented our family. We were more respectful. We represented our family, so we had to be more conservative back then than now. And, yeah, it's just weird. It's weird to see then and now, because it's funny, because we hear our parents say the same thing. My dad told me when he was growing up it was pretty harsh, and he ended up a good person. He's pretty disciplined. He's respectful. My grandfather taught him 
you know, to have respect for your elders, respect one another, um, and don't be, be careful who you help you associate yourself with, you know, because people can hurt you. And my dad kind of taught me the same things and I ended up all right. Me and my parents weren't saints, but I was very respectful because I get it now as an adult than as I was when I was a kid. Because when you're a kid, you're learning. You don't understand how the world works. Your parents do. And my parents had a good grasp on how the world worked. And they did things that they th- that they thought would work. And it's passed down. One kid gets disciplined. My parents got disciplined. You know, they had siblings. And then we get the discipline. But now they kind of took that away from the parents. So they had to be more creative. I think it was good and bad because some kids needed it. Some didn't. Some kids got their ass kicked for sport, which is sad. I'm not supporting that at all. And parents... Some parents don't hit their kids when they're angry because they didn't want to do it out of anger. It's just to teach them a lesson. So there's many ways to do anything. I don't believe there's such thing as a perfect parent. It's crazy how now we have more information, but we kind of use it to hurt each other. And it kind of, you know, kids are seeing that more and more because I never saw the adult world because... My parents didn't let me see certain television, kind of didn't watch the news like that. And social media wasn't around with all these videos, seeing what adult things are. And kids are starting to see that more and more. And now you can't monitor it as well as you did back then. You know, and it's kind of weird because you see, I don't know how to explain it, like, It's kind of like, I feel like the old man that says, you know, back in my day, but it is crazy how 10, 15 years apart from each kid is different. <clears throat> Every parent has a different style. I've seen the kids that were, had a good parents, didn't hit them. Some ended up really good role model citizens and some ended up like garbage. Some kids who got disciplined ended up doing some crazy shit in their lives. And then you got some people who are good role model citizens. Is there a perfect answer? No. You know, everything, they say it takes a village. Well, it takes a village to raise a child. I believe in that because my family helped me become the person I am today. And I appreciated that. They took no shit. It's just really, really weird because now parents today who are about my age are kind of teaching their kids what they learned back then. And some kids still get disciplined. Maybe some don't. I don't know. But I know for sure as hell you can't get away with disciplining your kids like that. Like, we're starting to teach kids how to you know, deal with bullies. And back in the day, I was just taught to take care of it. 
you don't bully people, but you, it's like you don't start it, but you sure as hell finish it. That's how I was raised. A lot of us were raised that way. And it's okay to tell the teacher, I'm not saying that wasn't, that's not the right way. Because we were taught, I was taught through violence. Because you kind of had to do that where I was from. Then I see kids in this environment, it's a lot better. And it's, it's really weird. Because the bully gets scrutinized, which it should have been that way. But then sometimes the my mom always told me, you don't know what the other person's been through, and that's why they the, that's why they're the way they are. It makes sense because after I got in the fight with the bully, you know, growing up, the bully tells me what he's going through, and then we shake hands, and now people think. Everyone who's against you is your enemy. And they might be at the moment. But no one asks why they're the way they are anymore. Because I know many of us been in fights and at the end it's let may may guy may, may bygones be bygones, you know. And when my mom told me you don't know what people have been through, but don't be bullied. We resolve things very well. Sometimes you gotta fight. Just until someone gives up, but it didn't happen to me all the time, really. I didn't really fight like that. I didn't like fighting, but I did get in a lot of fights living in Chicago. Not so much when I moved to Washington, which was good. Taught me a lot. But even sports back then was different. You know, I mean, going back to like how kids are then and now, you had more people wanted to play sports because, you know, we were. There was nothing else really besides sports. And now video games have kicked in online streaming. Like this is the, this is the time to make money, make content. Hey, I'm not knocking it, but if we had a few more people who were like physically involved, it might balance things out, but you got to go with what's popular. It's always going to be that way. But now we're teaching kids you know, violence ain't everything, but, you know, you can talk things up. And now we're past the point of talking things out. Now, if you say something, you're a bully. And even though you by accidentally say something wrong, you get penalized, you get, you get in trouble, you get ridiculed. Even if people don't mean it that way. Yeah, there's some things you can't take back. And now we're teaching kids to be scared to voice your opinion or to just talk it out what each other beliefs are. Not everybody's your enemy. Mike Tyson says, not everybody who is your enemy is against you. And not everybody who's with you is your friend either. So it's like, yeah, and maybe not say that, that quote correctly, but he made a point. Not everybody who's against you. I mean, maybe they don't understand you. Maybe they think you're a threat, but at the same time, not all of them's your, you know, your, your friend. Or not, not everybody who's against you is your enemy. And not everybody who's with you is your friend either. Because people can use you, you know. You start to build that wisdom over time. You know, I had a lot of fights with bullies growing up. And we find a common aspect with each other. And we end up being cool after, you know. I'm not, 
not condoning violence, but after, you know, you get in a fight, it's nothing personal. You shake hands and you call it a day. You can't do that anymore. You go to jail or parents starts to go sue crazy. And it's just a different time. And I'm trying to grasp on it. I don't know. Cause when I was coaching, I yelled at some of my kids and this was the time I was coaching and it was fine. They understand where, as long as you tell them what your intent's at and you talk to them, which I do and tell them if I didn't yell, I wouldn't, that means I didn't care. You know, I mean, yeah, I don't yell all the time, but you know, sometimes it's, it's in the moment. Kids don't like to be yelled at anymore. Man, I've been yelled at for fucking ever, you know, sometimes yelling's like talking. I mean, I don't like it every time there's a time and place, but sometimes you need it. Sometimes I still need it to this day. And now that there's social media, the respect level has dropped because people can say whatever they want, thinking there's no consequence. And it gets to the point now where we're at, where we have to make people fear what they think. And it shouldn't be that way. You should talk things out. I mean, back then we used to fight things out and then talk it out. Now I'm more of a talker because while well, I'm an adult, I ain't going to jail too. When I was in high school, I got better at talking because I didn't want to get in a fight because my, my aunt ain't taking that shit. You know, you have to, you adapt to your environment. If you keep creating an environment where you're not pushing each other to be better, because there's different ways of doing it. You can't even question what someone believes anymore. I'm not saying be disrespectful, but why can't you ask the questions? Why can't we talk? We're losing the form of a conversation. It's starting to get a little out of hand because people have told me some stuff that is borderline defensive and I talk to them because I know the intent. No one looks at intent anymore. Everybody's a bully now. And if everybody was a bully now, then back then we were just straight up assholes. Think about that. I mean, the discipline level has dropped. I mean, you don't see the same athletes as disciplined. Like Kobe Bryant was the hardest worker in the weight room. And he was like in his late thirties and there's still hard workers. I'm not saying there isn't, but you don't hear that as much as you used to, you know? And, and everyone's like, Oh, the guys that are successful. Yeah. They're the ones who stuck with the grind and stuck with a discipline. Cause they were raised that way, you know? And, when you tell someone to have class, it's like, it's like a problem. Accountability, actually, that's the best thing to say is going away. We're not holding ourselves accountable. We're not holding kids accountable. We're not holding our, our standards accountable. Like we're, we're kind of losing that. So I'm starting to pay attention to that. You know, I was talking to my, to my lady. She went to a soccer game. I think a few years ago, or maybe a year, you know, about a few years ago. And when she was at the soccer game watching her sister play, and I, you know, I was just talking to her about this. This kid cusses out this parent that's talking to her. Yeah, the parent shouldn't be talking to the kid. At the same time, when we were growing up, we were told not to talk back to the parents, so we just tell the coach to deal with it or a parent to deal with it. You know, the, the girl literally told him to go fuck himself in front of the whole crowd. Did he deserve it? Did he not? There's nothing wrong with class. And I think 
standards are dropping. I mean, I mean you could see it across the board. I mean, you, you, I know people see it. Now everybody's like, you know, I know there's exceptions. Like people have some bad luck. But we all had bad luck before. And we learned how to get out of it through the disciplines we were taught. You know, when I was raised by my mom and my dad, my mom ended up taking the reins. My parents didn't work out. And the odds were against me as a kid growing up. I was supposed to be in the percentage of doing crimes, being in jail, and all that stuff. My mom disciplined us, made sure she took control. She did the best she could, right? There's no such thing as a perfect parent, like I said. But my mom did the best job raising her kids because she didn't let us get out of hand. My mom is five foot. I'm a big dude. I fear my I fear my mom. And I know the guys who fear their moms. They're they're, you know, it's a respectful fear. But that's the thing. You should always respect your elders. You should always be respectful to one another. And I think since we lost that, people wanted to say what they wanted to say. And now everyone's pointing fingers. Like no one's really talking shit out like they used to. Now it's like the parents used to, it's crazy. When I was in high school, elementary school, they actually let the kids kind of talk it out. If it gets out of hand, then they just take control of it. And you shake hands, you apologize, you move on with your day. And if the guy didn't mean it, whatever. But if he started again, you just take care of business, you know? You can't do that anymore. You tell the teacher and now everyone gets just disciplined. No one no one talks about anything. It's even like that at jobs now. They took the way of a form of a conversation. You can't even talk it out. You can't keep it at the lowest level as possible. It's like you're going straight to punishment. And it doesn't make sense, but maybe times have changed. I get it. But even how my parents were raised was the same. I mean, my parents had it worse than I did. My dad and my mom used to get their ass beat, almost whooped. And they knew what they did was wrong, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's shitty. But that's how they taught discipline. I was taught the same discipline. Well, it didn't happen as much as when they got it. So I'm not saying it was anything close to that. But... I mean, I benefited from having a fear, a respectful fear of my parents. Taught me how to problem solve, how to talk, how to defend myself. So many things you learn. You can do things in many different ways, but I don't understand it. You know, going back to when that kid cussed out the, you know, the parent. And they just let her get away with that. It's, I get the parent shouldn't talk to the student, but at the same time, you shouldn't be talking to an adult like that. Like if, like if the adult's an a-hole, I get it. Like, I didn't get along with a lot of adults, right? And my mom knows I was an easy kid to deal with. So you know what my mom tells me? What did you do? And I explain the situation, she'll believe me. But the whole point is she's, what did you do? She investigates, you know, if it's my fault or the adult's fault. 
they never, you know, my mom had my back, but she investigated first before she made her conclusion that the parent was the problem or someone was the problem because your parents know how you are. Some people don't correct the certain behaviors. They don't do that anymore. They say, oh, it's okay when it's not. And you're starting to develop people who kind of feel like they can say whatever they want, kind of like undisciplined. You can't be honest with people anymore. It's starting to become a sad time. And I'm very grateful how my dad and my mom raised me. Mostly my mom did a lot of the work. I'm not taking that away from my mom, but they both taught me lessons the whole time. You know, my dad taught me what my grandfather taught him and it made me into a good man. My mom taught me a lot of lessons in her life. Taught me, uh, be careful who you associate yourself with. Be careful how you represent yourself, like present yourself because you present, you represent your family. If you teach that to a kid to have pride in your parents, which I think kids do, because I never want to disappoint my mom. I don't think kids want to disappoint their parents. But if they set a standard and say, this is who we are, you present us with respect. It's a bigger deal to us. It was a bigger deal for me growing up. You know, when I moved out to Washington from Chicago, standards changed from, oh, it's okay to have bad grades because, you know, it wasn't, it is what it is. But now the standard went up and now you have to do this, whether you like it or not. That's what creates discipline. You got to do things that you don't like as you love doing it. Trust me, there's many things I hate doing, but I don't complain because the part of a discipline or being disciplined is doing things that you hate doing like you like it. Everyone knows you don't like it and people usually don't like certain things, but that's how you develop a discipline. So that's why when I see that kid freak out like that and the parent probably dealt with them, but back then that was a no shitter. You don't embarrass your mom in front of people, public, especially in front of public. No one likes to be embarrassed, right? So why do you think your parent likes to be embarrassed? We all know that that is not okay, but some people enable them. Saying, well, it's this and that. Look, I was told there was no excuses how to act like that. You got to grow up and become, you know, they always say, you know better. What happened to that? It's funny how we get so much information now at once. That we're starting to use it to hurt people. And we were taught not to do that. So were we not meant to learn all these things? Or... Are we just going to punish people for saying something instead of having a conversation? It's like we lost the form of a conversation. How to deal with adversity. They, you know what? That's actually the best example. No one is teaching their kids how to deal with problems. They say it's okay. Or you could say this guy is this or that. No one talks anymore. Everyone at, I mean, I've been watching like these videos where these guys say, hey, change my mind. All they want to do is know your point of view. I'm not agreeing how they're approaching it sometimes. 
but they are asking, Hey, I want to know your side of the story. And no one, everyone yells and screams and what's wrong with talking, right? They're all they're asking for a conversation. And we lost that form because people don't know how to deal with problems anymore. We took that away. We took thinking away from the person. We took problem solving away from the person. Because when you see people who can problem solve, they're looked up to because the quality is kind of dwindling away. You get what I'm saying? Like, they're back in the day, you, you weren't supposed to do a lot of things, and now it's okay to do them. And I get times have changed. People will change with those times, you know? And I, and I understand that, but when you represent mama, you got to be careful because I was watching Shaq when he talked about his dad and his mom. Hey, be careful how you present yourself because you're representing us. We raised you better than that. And you know, what's crazy. What turned Shaq around is that he had to go see his father living in a shitty situation. And he says, oh, this is not how I want to live my life. Sometimes we got to show people worse. Actually, every time we have to show them worse and see what they had and what they had was better. Sometimes grass ain't greener on the other side. Now it's like, I mean, look at, look, look at what the pandemic did. It revealed people's character. People don't want to work anymore. There's no pride in the workforce half the time. I get money's important. Not taking that away. But when I was a young man at 19, I was taught you always get the better job. You don't have to stay in the minimum wage job. Some people have worse luck than others. I understand that. And to live in that situation, I understand that. But my parents told me, you choose, you choose your fate. I remember, I remember working at Big Five, working for minimum wage. It was $8 and something cents. I was part-time. Let's say a one-bedroom is like 600 bucks or so, maybe 700 or so, living in Kent. I'm barely making $400 every two weeks, maybe five. And I was part-time. Sometimes I made 300. So yeah, working part-time and minimum wage was horrible. But I always said I needed a better job. I always wanted better, right? I get we can make it a little bit more competitive, but I'm not expecting to make as much as a doctor or someone who is a specialist at their job. You got to start somewhere. You know, you can reach for the stars if you want to, but you got to start somewhere. We're not teaching kids that anymore. We're telling them, hey, everything should be fair. And I agree. Things should be fair. How you earn your opportunities should be fair. But the thing is, if you expect going into, into a job thing and you're deserving more money and you have no experience, that's a joke. I did not deserve to make a lot of money when I was young and undisciplined. Now I make more money being disciplined. And sometimes when luck fails, you have to go back to that minimum wage and find a better way to get a better job. That's life. It is. I dealt with it. I've been broke. I've been, man, I've been basically, basically homeless. I couch hopped a lot. And all it taught me was you need to do better than what you're doing now. It's called accountability. Accountability. My aunt taught me that. My dad taught me that. My mom taught me that. You know, like, go for better. 
My mom wanted me to go to school and be educated. And it's hard to go to school and work. So I chose to work. Now I respect those who went to school and did what they needed to do, what they needed to do. But at the same time, like everybody's fate's different. You know, and I'm glad that I got to the point where I knew I needed a good job and I work hard and, you know, I always went for the better job. It's okay to go for more or better and fail. It's okay that your kids will do better than you because that's the whole point. You know, my dad was talking to me and he says, my, my kids make more money than me and I'm glad they're doing better than me. Yeah, it's, you know, I can see it being humiliating, but for my dad, it wasn't. It was like, I know my kids are doing better than me and I love it because that's what you should want for your kids. You should never hold them back and you should tell them that they need to go for what they want. You know, and it's like, what are we teaching kids now? Yes, you know, being rich is great and all, but that's not everything. You know, flashy designer clothes, that's been around forever. That's not a new concept. You saw the rap artists wearing all the bling and, you know, driving nice cars. It's still like that today. So it's no different. But... We need to be realistic of what we want. And I I support the workforce. I think they should have better wages. At least a little bit more competitive. But to say that as a like as an entry level, no. Not as an entry level. I don't agree with that. Not at all. You gotta learn, right? Money doesn't come from trees, it doesn't fall everywhere. Just we need to teach. Each other, it's okay to go for better and want more. It is. It's what my parents taught me. That's why I'm glad my dad's proud of me that I'm doing better. My mom's proud of me that I'm doing better. Yeah, I'll fail, but I learned from it, right? Because I had to go through adversity. I learned that since I was a kid in Chicago. You know, adversity has always been around. You talk and you deal with the problems. You confront and face your problems. You don't run away from it and... Curl in the ball and say, you know, I understand people have some bad luck, but you can't always feel sorry for yourself. And that's what my dad taught me and my mom taught me and my aunt taught me. You can't just say, well, it's me all the time. Even my fiance reminds me, you can't just always say, well, it's me. You just got to do better, become a better person. That's why I'm looking at kids today. The standard has dropped quite a bit. You can't tell me it hasn't. You, you just can't. We're all seeing it. That's why I'm like, maybe we should be, you know, there's kids making a lot of money. We're acting a fool and we're rewarding that. Hell, those are a few group of people who can do that. And that's entertainment. I get it. But it's okay to be, you know, a normal person. But you can do extraordinary things being a normal person. You can always go above and beyond, and now everything's about money. You can help people, volunteer work and stuff, you know? It's not always about being, I feel like I'm rich because I, I, I'm compatible with people. I know how to talk to people. I want to help people. If I ever made it on the top, all I want to do is help people. I don't care 
really about money. Yeah, money's important to a certain extent, but it's not the end-all, be-all. And that's the thing. What are we doing? Right? But, but yeah, that's, that's today's episode, and kind of on a rant like an old man. It's okay to have a conversation and you know, to teach kids it's okay to go through hard times. We're taking that aspect away from them. We shouldn't. I mean, that's just how I feel, you know. I'm glad my parents raised me the way I am. I mean, it made me stronger, right? But, well, I hope you guys have a good one and you take care and um, whatever time you be listening, however you may be listening, I hope you guys enjoy your, your day, your week, your month, and I hope you guys take care. You guys have a good one.